What's up, Flyers fans? Welcome back to Broad Street Broadcast. This is episode eight. I'm your host, Travis Ballinghoff, here with Kevin Beatty. Kevin, how are we doing tonight? Dude, you know what? I'm loving these playoffs. They have been so entertaining. I like this is my like I don't care if the Flyers aren't in it. Like it's been fun to watch. Very I, fun to watch. Yeah. Like I still have some emotional investment with Jeru being in, but like any series you watch, and it was it was a fun watch. Yeah, like when the series started, there were a lot of blowout games, and I'm like, oh yeah. man, like can we get an entertaining game? Can we get a yeah, close for game? Real. And then as the series started to go longer and longer, we started getting some really good games, some long series. It ended up working out pretty well. It did. You know what? We had so many game sevens too. So like it was in a lot of them decided by overtime too. So like, yeah, last night was nuts. Last night was nuts. I was dude, Calgary with like 60 shots. Like, holy crap. Yeah. Oh my God. Jake yeah, Ottinger Jake Ottinger almost <laughs> stole that series. He did yeah. everything in his power to do that. That was wild. Dude, I because I, I I went to bed because I had to get up for work this morning and I saw you know, shots were like 40 to like 15 after the second period. I'm like, God damn, like, what the hell? Yeah. And I was amazed it was two to two. I'm like, God, like Calgary just cannot get it in. Like, what, what's going on? And then I saw it like finally in overtime, they, they pulled out with it. But the kid, Johnny Hockey, the kid, the kid, the J- Johnny, Johnny Hockey, South Jersey zone. Well, yeah, you mentioned Flyers aren't in it, but we do actually have some flyers news over the past two weeks. We didn't come out with an episode last week. We were a little busy on time, but we have a lot to talk about today. I think it's going to be a good episode. I think so too. Big shout out. My, my, my guy, Travis graduating college, you know, we, yeah, there we go. There we go. I did too, but you, (laughs) you actually went to the ceremony. I didn't want to. So I respect it. It really wasn't. Yeah. It was. It was very disorganized. I will say that. But <laughs> I don't have any complaints besides us standing on the baseball field for about an hour. Yeah, no, that I felt said, like forever. But it was. It was it, cool. Yeah. yeah. Once in a lifetime right. thing, you know. Parents enjoyed I'm, it. Grandparents, I, uncles, yeah. aunts. <laughs> I Good still want to go. I, I told them that it's, <laughs> it's not happening. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't blame you, yeah, no. but. Yeah, it all worked out. What it is. Yeah, nothing I can so, do about it now. So, past couple episodes, we've talked about you know what we want to see next year from the Flyers in the backup goalie spot. A guy I really wanted to see, Ivan Fedotov. They were able to get a one-year entry-level contract done with him. He'll be over. Uh, he'll be crossing the border. He'll be in North America next season. Hopefully, does well in camp. Does well in preseason. Earns the backup job. What were your initial thoughts on the one-year deal? You know, I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little worried about, you know, the deal getting done just because of, you know, global issues in general. Um, you know, obviously with him being in Russia and everything that's going on over there, I was I was a little concerned that it might not be able to get done. Um, but, you know, like I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad they got a plan in place. I'm glad they got the deal done. I'm excited to see what he has to bring to camp. You know, I it, it, it hasn't been – it's been a while since I think we've had a guy like Stolars. I think was the last guy we've had like of this size, but obviously like Fedotov actually has the skill to back it up. Right. So I'm excited to see what he does. I don't necessarily think he's going to win the backup job. I hope he does, but you know, I also don't think the flyers are going to bank on that. I think they're going to go out and get somebody, um, which honestly I, I, I kind of prefer uh, cause I, I want to see him. 
I want to, I want to drive competition and I want him to beat somebody out. Yeah. I think we've seen it all play off long. Like you need multiple you need good up. goalies. Yeah. Pittsburgh, so, Louis Domingue, you know, kind of dropped the ball. He had that one good game, but. Yeah, you can't. Dude, Carolina, Boston. Broken foot. Holy crap. Crazy. I like credit to that guy. Like, oh my God. But yeah, man, like I said, it's. it's I'm excited. Fedotov was the guy that I really want to see earn this backup job. I think he's got the most talent. So I was very excited to see this. Um, this deal get done and I don't want to say it's going to motivate Carter Hart, but like he's been the starter for a couple of years, maybe, you know, yeah, little he, young he guy pushing him. He, ha- he hasn't, he hasn't had any real competition. I hundred percent agree with that. Like, you know, Moose was here and we were like, yo, like you're the starter, you're the guy. So, um, I, 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 you know, like I said, you know, for the backup job driving competition, um, but I like, you know, Carter, same deal. Like if it drives competition for him, that's, that's, that's even better. Um, I don't think Fedotov's ceiling is as high as hearts. Um, right. Neither or, do I. Yeah. Or Urson for them. Like I, I, I have Urson with a higher ceiling than I do Fedotov. Um, you know, I just personal preference. I like the style better. Um, but yeah, you know, it's definitely, it definitely it's good to know that we have a couple of options on the back end just in case you know god forbid something goes down um and i like I said just cheaper options i think you know mm-hmm. rather than you know going out in free agency every year and getting a backup so yeah no more paying i don't want to say shitty backups but <laughs> martin jones 2 oh, million dollars yeah. isn't isn't yeah. a Especially, smart move Especially now that we have five mil wrapped up in Risto, like it's <laughs> we need we need as much cap space as we can get. So having yeah. cheaper guys on the back end, like you know, in, in, in goal, uh, definitely definitely is penny pinching, but it works. No, you're not wrong. Another big move that happened this week, not for the right reasons. The Flyers fall back from four to five in the draft lottery. Uh, there is a video up on this channel of me and Ben the Broker. Uh, he's been on the channel before. He does some camera work for Nasty Knuckles. We sat in a live stream and watched the draft lottery. Very, very annoying to see the New Jersey Devils jump up to the two spot. Yeah. Overall reactions on the draft. I mean, I, it was kind of as I, I mean, you know, I was kind of, I like, I think the worst for every situation. I think, I, if I remember correctly, we were we we could fall as low as seventh. Uh, in the in the in the lottery, so like, ah, oh, damn it, we're getting seventh. Like, it's 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 a done deal. It's gonna happen. Um, but I mean, fifth was the our, our highest outcome, like high, like our most likely outcome. Yeah. Um, in terms of percentage, so I I can't get too angry. You know, a couple of those games where they really like actually went out and tried to win, like you know, kind of shot themselves in the foot. But what can you do? You know, they're they're you you have to. I have to realize, I shouldn't say you, I have to realize that, you know, a lot of these guys are trying to compete for jobs next year. So they're trying to put on a good show this year. So I get it. It's just frustrating. Like we were really close, Um, like literally one more game and one more game lost and we would have flip flop with Seattle. Um, But yeah, you know what? Uh, It sucks because I think the the top four, you know, allegedly are the good, the good picks, but 
you know, same, they said the same thing in 2017. It's like the first three and then everything else is a crapshoot. And then literally everything after the, the the first three. And it was like, Oh God, these guys are superstars. Yep. Um, so, you know, it's, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. Um, like you said, I'm very angry at the devils. They like literally pathetic. It's pathetic. And, like what the hell? Like the only saving grace I have is that they've drafted two centers you know, with the first overall pick in the last like five years or so. So they're probably going for a defenseman. I want, you know, I want a forward. I, I think we need, I think that's where we need the most help. Um, you know, so before we jump into that, are you definitely keeping the pick? Are you looking to shop it? Do you want to move the pick? Like, where do you stand on that? So I just think it's really, I, I obviously you have to listen to offers. Anything I would take, I don't think is realistic. Okay. If that makes sense. Like anything, like, like I remember you and I were talking the way, like you were saying Barzell. I don't think that's realistic. Mm-hmm. I would take that in a heartbeat, but I don't think it's realistic. Right. Like, and also, like, but the flip side of that, I don't trust this organization to develop talent. So it's, it's kind of like, do I want it? Do I not? I, it's, it's hard to say. Um, I actually, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied so far with, uh Fletcher's drafting you know I I like I was one of the many that wanted Cole Caulfield but you know he went and took Cam York and then the second round took Bobby Brink and that's pretty much Cole Caulfield just I mean (laughs) like just not as well known and not as big a name like it's so I'm, I'm actually pretty okay with his drafting like I but it's after the it's after draft night that I that I have issues with you know it's just these guys you think you have them in you think you got studs and then they don't turn out and then it's like all right well now we're back to square one we got all this mid-tier talent you know it doesn't win us anything so unless i remember that draft that 2019 draft me and a couple buddies were at the phillies game dude me too oh dude i was there too yeah (laughs) oh that's wild my uncle took me for my birthday i was sitting there looking at twitter and i was getting really really angry (laughs) And my uncle's like, calm down. <laughs> yeah, so I really didn't know who Cole Caulfield was at the time. I The guy I wanted was Peyton Krebs. And yeah. uh, so we're like watching it on our phone. We're checking it out mm-hmm. as well. And these guys behind us are like listening to us. Ah, Peyton Krebs sucks. You don't want him. He's a terrible fit for Philly. And I'm like, what the hell are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> and I then we end up getting like, Yeah, like it was very strange. But yeah, I, I remember that vividly for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I, so I was, I was wholehearted. Like, I was like, oh, dude, like, I want Cole Caulfield. You know, apparently he's going to, you know, we, I thought he was going to slip just because of his size. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he did. And then, like, we were like, oh, dude, like, we can actually, like, we can get him. And then yeah. we traded back. And I was like, God damn it. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and then he felt, and then we, we dropped back and he was still there at the next pick. And I'm like, all right, cool. We like, and we got a bonus out of it. All right, this is great. And then and then we took Cam York. I'm like, what the hell? Like, come yeah. on. Uh, but like I said, you know, it worked out. Cam York's, you know, one of the best guys on the was one of the best defensemen at the end of the season. Um, I've been very impressed with Bobby Brink so far. Um, Cole Caulfield seems to be pretty hit or miss with Montreal. Granted, he's playing for Montreal, but you know, it's he looked pretty damn good when MSL took over. He did. He absolutely did. Um, 
and like I said, maybe it's, it was just the environment he was he, he didn't fit in. Um, but like I said, it's so far it's looking okay. But you know, obviously we we said the same thing about Pro V and TK, and you know, so we got it. We got to wait and see. But yeah. So, do you have like a favorite or like a hopeful to get with this fifth overall pick? It, so the hopeful to get is uh, Slavkovsky. I really like. Um, he's six four, two hundred twenty pounds. He's a winger, and I know we got a lot of wingers, but like, I'd rather have you know at least somebody of that size. We have a lot of small wingers. Like the mm-hmm. the the biggest one I think we have is JVR, and he doesn't do shit. He doesn't hit. So he probably you know, you won't gotta, even be here next year. Exactly. So you gotta you kind of gotta get something, and maybe he doesn't even start you know the season, but you gotta at least put the get some size in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. So my personal, you know, I honestly, I'll take anything. You know, I, I feel like at least one of the people that are projected top four is going to fall. I don't think it's going to be Shane, Wright. It might be Logan Cooley, but I doubt it. Um, like I said earlier, uh, I think the devils are probably going to take a defenseman just because they took two centers in the last, you know, five years in the top five. Um, so I think Cooley and Wright aren't ending up as devils. I think they're probably going to take I, uh, Nemec, Nemec. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Nemec. I, yeah, I think he's going to end up a devil. Um, but other than after that, it's a crapshoot. Like it, I could see it going anyway. I saw somebody say that, you know, Seattle was probably going to take a defenseman because they don't have any right-handed shots in their pipeline. And I'm like that they're they're They've only been in the league for like a year. So I don't really think yeah. they're worried about that. They're just going to take best player available. Um, I think I think Arizona is probably going to take Cooley, um, and then you know we'll probably. I feel like we'll probably end up with a defenseman, which fine, fair enough. We need help I still everywhere. I think Cooley so. goes one. I don't know if that's a hot really? take, a bold take. I think Cooley I think ends it's up a bold, going one. I don't necessarily think it's a hot take because I think Wright has kind of slipped in rankings a little bit since last season. Um, but it's I, I'd say it's bold. I'd say it's bold. You never know. That's, just, like, that's a gut feeling. Like we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Like this is so 2017 vibes. It it's really not even is. funny. It's actually nuts. Like there's not like the big franchise guy out there. It's like, yep. all right, well, this this two way centerman who's starting to slide down people's draft boards. Yeah, it's definitely it, it's it's tough to kind of gauge. I think, um, just because you know you look at. 2017 and like going in like nolan patrick was the consensus pick you know uh and then you know he had the concussion issues and then oh well hey this kid from europe is looking pretty good nico he's uh and they kind of duke it out for one and two but and then you know you kind of get the revisionist history of like wow these guys probably should have been picked like way later so it's kind of hard to say you know it, like i i agree i'm getting a lot of 2017 vibes but it's Maybe it ends up like twenty. We thought seven twenty seventeen was going to. Maybe it ends up the exact same way, you know, with the guys at one and two. My guess it's going to be whatever way the Flyers get screwed the most. That is what's <laughs> going to happen. I don't think it's like I wanted. Like one, one, like probably every single pick, but number five is probably going to be like a stud. So who knows? But well, we'll may- maybe we'll work. Maybe it'll all work out like it did with the Canucks with the number five pick. Elias Patterson, not too bad, right? Not too shabby. You know what? You know, they got McCart number four. So there's definitely some, there's definitely a shot that, you know, 
the you know first four general managers are incompetent pieces of shit. So <laughs> you never know. We'll see. Part of me kind of wants to pick traded. Like you said, I don't know how realistic some of these random offers pop into my head are. It's like, you know, it's, it's, I've accepted they're not going to blow it up. They're not going to rebuild. Yeah. They're going to retool. And I don't know. Like, I, I would really like Chickering. I'd really like Barzell to bring it. There's some young talent out there that. See, a lot of teams like, are going to blow. A lot of teams are actually going to blow up their rosters and trade these yeah, young players. I, I, Maybe we can get one of them. I think Chikrin is the most likely if you're going to trade the pick. Um, I feel like that one is the one you have the best chance of, you know, making that trade. That makes um, sense for both sides. It does make sense for both sides. Um, but on the like the other hand, like I really don't want to see Arizona with you know another first overall pick. So. Um, especially not in the top five. It's like they're gonna play in a college arena next year. Like that. Like they just should not be an NHL franchise. I don't want to see. I don't want to see it. Like at, at all. Yeah. But yeah, see, Chikrin, I, Chikrin, I think is the most likely if we do end up make if we do end up making a move. I'm not a Coyotes hater just because I love their jerseys. <laughs> they're pretty. I, no, like, I, get, I, I I get it. But like I have no respect for any NHL franchise that can't even pay rent. Like, come on. Right. So like we talked about it two weeks ago about how I think these things are rigged. There's no doubt they're getting Bedard next year. This is Gary Bettman's yeah. franchise. He's gonna give this kid to the Coyotes. Probably. And it's gonna kill me because again, they're playing in the in a college arena till what? Like 2025? Like, what the hell? You guys can't do anything better than a college arena this is ridiculous i i think they're just hoping for one year but it could be three it's gonna be three where else where else are they gonna go it's i don't know man i mean phoenix it's a it's a dump it shouldn't take that long to build an arena like the league has to figure something out it's that's pathetic it's it's embarrassing and yeah like but like you kind of look like I've been, like I said, I've been, I, I've seen the Flyers play in Phoenix. My my uncle was gracious enough for my high school graduation. He took us out to see them play there. Um, dude, there were more Flyers fans in the stand than there were Coyotes. Oh yeah, fans. I'm sure. Like what the <laughs> hell? Like, and I get like we're a loyal fan base, but that's like ridiculous. Like what? Like I, I know I, I don't understand why Gary is so like persistent on having that team in Phoenix, I, Arizona, whatever it is. Like, like just, it appears them... hockey doesn't work there. No, it doesn't. And I don't understand why they are. And I feel bad for coyotes because I know that there are some diehards there, but like there's just, there's just no money to be made there. And it's not mm -hmm. fit. Cause nobody's going to want to go and play who looks at a team. Like, you know what? I want to go live in the desert. Like that yeah. sounds like fun to me. Unless it's Las Vegas, I don't understand. Like Vegas, I get because it's Vegas. Phoenix, Arizona, no, it does not make any sense. It's there. We a couple of us were talking about that the other day because they have like eight guys on their contract next year. I know, like it's insane. They're not going to be able to sign any free agents unless they overpay the shit out of them. And it's yep. guys like you know towards the end of their career who just looking exactly. for a paycheck like yep they're gonna have to make a lot of like hockey trades like acquire some veterans with some term like 
and that's another thing. There's gonna be crazy off seasons. It might not make sense for them at that point to do to make a trade for our pick because they don't have any money under contract. So, well, you know, maybe it's it, like unless they're just gonna overall and risk the lining. I will prayers up, prayers up. Literally, this is, like honestly, the trade that we did for Ghost, just do it again for Risto. I will pay you to take him. Well, you know what? I could see with JVR. Like I've thought this for a while. Like that's a trade that makes sense. Yeah, JVR. I feel like, again, most likely scenario. I feel like Coyotes. It makes because like he's like the, the good only... locker room guy. He's the veteran. He teaches the young guys like how to work out and train and all that. Everyone respects him. He's one of like the NHLPA guys. Like yeah, that would make only... sense for the Coyotes. The only other place I see him ending up is Seattle, just because of pure cap space. You know, they're like. Basically, the the deal that we should have made it, you know, going into the expansion draft, like okay, like if give us this and we'll take them off your hands, and you know, you guys have cap space. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two spots I kind of see him going. You know, obviously there's a chance for a hockey trade, but I just don't see I don't see that happening. Um, there is also the chance that they just say, you know, screw it and buy him out. Um, but I. I feel like someone's going to someone, – yeah, someone I, I feel like would be willing to take him, I feel like. I'd be pissed if they buy him out. That's just not smart use of your cap space. Yeah. Like you said, I overpay, get someone to take the cap. You know, you have people like Arizona that need players for next season or Seattle that's banking cap space and draft picks. Like, there's definitely a market for him. He had but a good again, season under Hack that uh, eighteen nineteen. I thought you were going to say it because he's he's the leading scorer in points. He's, oh, yeah. uh, oh man, yeah, you led the team yeah, in goals. Yeah, great season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. <laughs> Any team would be lucky to have him. Like, please, yep. <laughs> please. I always wonder also, and like, I don't think this would work at least at the start of the year. But I always wonder if like a reunion with Toronto makes sense for him. I see. You know what? Saying that, I, I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter say Pro V from Warner. And like, I would take that in a goddamn heartbeat. And like, that's been my thing with Toronto, like for the past like five, six years, is I just don't trust their defense. Pro V, I think, would be a great addition for them. But I just thought, like, why would Toronto make that trade? That trade is just so uneven. That, yeah, that's not even close to enough. No. It would have to be like Pro V TK. It would pro- like, probably like a pick and a prospect. I would say it would probably have to be Provi and at least the fifth. And that's like it. Like it very like bare minimum. And I'm like, dude, like I just don't even see them making that. Like they're gonna try and improve without giving up guys like Marner or Matt. Like they're not giving up Matthews. They're not no one's gonna take Tavares' contract, I don't think. And I think he's got a no movement clause anyway, so he's not going to leave. Sounds like and... they're going to try moving him to wing. Read that oh, today. Oh, gee. Okay. Yeah, that was their issue. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, you know what? It, it is what it is. We'll see. Um, but it was just, it was interesting. You know, I can absolutely see, you know, a move with Toronto being made this summer. Um, well, TK yeah. was rumored to them back at the deadline. Hey, man. Sure. I'll take it. Yeah, but again, I'm curious. like I've, I've been on the Mitch Marner train for a long time. I've, and I actually yeah. had discussions about this with one of my buddies. Like 
I love Mitch. It, it is funny. We're starting to see Flyers Twitter say this because I've been on yeah. this for a while. I would totally go get Marner, and I would also move him back to center. What he played at juniors. Yeah, no, I agree. That would be so lit. I would, I would, I totally agree. I, I think he's good. Um, I don't know who you would. I guess you put Hayes at three C, um, and put Marner at two C. Keep Coots at one C, um, unless you're trying to take alleviate some of the pressure off of Coots, in which case you flip flop. Uh, Coots and Marner. Yeah, I don't like. I don't look at lines like that. I'm more like, I line match. Like I'm Coots. You're gonna play against the team's first line every night, and then yeah, Marner gets the rest of zone starts. Hayes is three C, and then whether it's Lazinski or Patty Brown or whoever the hell is a four line center, like yeah, you can't. You still got Marner, Coots, Hayes. Like, dude, that's that's oh, that's legit. That's amazing. Assuming Coots comes back. Fingers I crossed. still have my doubts Fingers about crossed. that. I, I, it, it, it was. It, I think it's a scary injury for sure. Um, because I don't think the closest thing I think he's had to like a big injury like this was when he injured himself in the playoffs a couple years ago. You know, he, he had that practice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's the guy. So I'll, I'll say this. Um, I've heard the injury is far more serious than they're letting the public be known. Lovely. Love to hear it. That's why I'm very doubtful about all this. All right. No, you know what? That That's a totally that's fair. That's actually probably the biggest reason why why I'm in favor of a full rebuild. Because I don't think Coots is going oh, to be I a 70-point guy again. I, I was in favor of a full rebuild even before I knew that. But that just kind of solidified. Because, you know, are you going to be able to get the, kind of the same kind of, you know, return after this? This is probably as high as it's going to get. Um. But you know what? We'll see. I think he's another guy that has a no movement too. So who knows? Um, I'm not 100. Oh, I didn't know that. I think he. No, no actually, uh, I don't know if it was negotiated in his new contract or not. I know Hayes has one, and I know Lawton has one. Let's look it up here. Uh, we don't have many second round picks coming up. As uh, Cam has a modified. I know, yeah, I know, I know Hayes definitely does, and I know Lawton does. Uh, other than that, yeah, I don't, I don't see one for Coots. Yeah, I don't think so. I could have sworn he got, oh, what, you know what? It is what it is, but I mean, like Fletcher kind of does. I feel, I'll say he does. Lawton well doesn't have his, one either. Just I thought Hayes, he did. Just Hayes and Cam. Because I thought that was part of the negotiation for his con because he took um he took a longer term or something like that. Like that was kind of the okay, you give nah, me this, I think it was but longer term but shorter cap hit. It's only three mil cap hit. Maybe. I could have sworn I saw something about a no move. Um that was a while ago. Who knows? Um but yeah, you know, it's yeah, I don't know. I I, I I'm Interested to see what they do. I hope we make a swing for Marner, but like I also don't know. Does Marner have a new move? I don't think While you're so. at it. There's not While nearly as many no moves as we used to see. No, but I know like just for the bigger names, it makes me I feel like like I Tavares definitely does. Tavares does. does. Tavares and Simmons do. That's it. Sim- oh, really? you know what? Actually, Actually, a lot of their defensemen do, but for forwards, it's just Tavares and Simmer. Matthews doesn't? Nope. 
that amazes me. I mean, I guess it's probably one of those things like we don't need to put it in writing. We're not sending you anywhere. You know, like why would we give you up? Um, Muzzin, Morgan Riley, Brody, Giordano, Hall, and Peter Mrazek have no moves. <laughs> Dubas, Dubas don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> peter mrazic peter Mra dude i'm still like i mean i like jake muzzin but like a no move for jake muzzin what like that no well no one that was that <laughs> was one of very 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 few things ron hextall did right was he very rarely gave out no moves yeah no trades, any of that stuff that's just well, a handcuff shit man it really does, especially with like the the league expanding every year. Like those are guys you have to protect. Like that's annoying. So, what I mean, about I don't William think... Nylander, Now that we're on the Leafs, any interest in uh, Nylander? I mean, it, uh, you know, anything for the right price. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of him. I think like I feel like you're just gonna get another TK, you know, with him. But I feel like TK is more scrappy, and I just I prefer TK if I'm gonna have one of the two. I don't think it's really an upgrade in any in any way. So I and I feel like if you're getting Nylander, TK is the one you have to give up. But I just don't I don't see them. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Okay. Well, there's been a lot of other news league wide that kind of pertains to the Flyers. Uh, the Islanders fired their coach Barry Trotz, and Vegas fired their coach Peter DeBoer today. Uh, Either of those two interest you? coach. If I ever say Barry Trotz doesn't interest me, like check my pulse. Like he is like, like arguably the best coach in hockey. I think it's him and Rod. Um, and I think like I think it's actually like pretty close between the two. Um, I think there's no shot in hell Trotz is coming here. I okay. there like unless you know. Uh, you know, like Comcast said, you know, means what they say. And it's like, you know, hand him a blank check. But that's only if Trotz is only interested in the money. That's it. That And if he's right. interested in the money, then, okay, yeah, then, you know, we probably do have the deepest pocket. But apart from that, I, it, 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 why would maybe you want he, maybe here? he wants the challenge? Hey, man, <laughs> I will, I will gladly welcome Barry Trotz. I just it makes no complete no sense for him right. to come here. And you, and like you know said, what? Like the very first thing I thought of today when DeBoer got fired was he yep. trots is oh, going he's, to Vegas. Oh, that that that's my thought as well. I I mean I don't hate DeBoer as a coach. I just don't think I just he doesn't move the needle much for me. Yeah, I don't know too I think, much about him. Yeah, I, I know, know he coached he coached the Devils. Did he coach the Sharks too? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Devils, then Sharks, then Knights. Dude, if Trotz does go to Vegas, that team's like a contender again. Cause like I, I, like, I wouldn't have, they, I wouldn't have fired him. Like I No. We I so wouldn't. we had a lot of injuries, right? And then yeah. people don't want to make the injury excuse, which I agree with. Like I don't think we're good enough, even if no one gets injured. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. Vegas has a legit excuse there with all the yep. injuries they dealt with this yep. year. I wouldn't have fired DeBoer if I was them. 
But even then, it's like their first time missing the playoffs. It's just it definitely seems like an overreaction, like yeah, without a doubt. Um, so I like I wouldn't have fired him. I mean, I will say he did take the Devils to the Stanley Cup Finals, but also that was like the Martin Brodeur's like last like I'm on my shit season, like. He was just on fire. Like going back to that year. So Bill Meltzer, I don't know why I remember this, but I do. He emphasized for a very, very, very long time how bad DeBoer outcoached Lavi in that series in the second round. That's I, like no, the only I, thing I really know about DeBoer. Yeah. No, I'm not saying he's a bad coach. Just like I said, he just doesn't move the needle for me. Like, him going to Vegas, like, all right, cool. You had a great team there to begin with. Like, whoop de do. Like, what did – okay, you didn't do anything with it. And – but, like, if I'm not mistaken, he wasn't – I think McClellan was the coach when the Sharks went to the finals? No, it was, it was DeBoer. Was it DeBoer? 2018, 17? No. No, it wouldn't have been – no, because – It was 16 or 17. I think it was 16. But, like I said, it just wasn't – it seems well. It seems a lot longer ago, but maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, it was um, DeBoer. Was it DeBoer? All right. So then, I mean, he's he's got a good track record. He's been to the finals a bunch. I don't know if he has a cup. I don't think. I don't think so. I don't remember how long he was with the Devils, but it definitely wasn't when they had. The I cup. think he has a Memorial Cup because he coached Richards in junior, and Mike Richards loves him. Okay. All right. That, that's about the two things I know. He outcoached <laughs> Lavi in 2012, and Mike Richards loves him. That's like all I know yeah. about the guy. I, I said I don't know much myself. Um, but again, it's I don't know, like just all the stuff I do know. I don't think he has a cup, so it doesn't really move the needle for me. And again, I don't think he wants to come here. <laughs> like, there are a lot of like bubble teams that would probably take him, be like, Oh, you know what? This guy might be, you know, who kind of turns us around. You have like for us to be good again, so many things have to go right. It makes no sense that any coach would want to come here except for a paycheck. So that's the like I said, that's the only way I can see Trotz wanting to come here. DeBoer, I just don't even see really as a target. I just don't I don't know. It just doesn't mix well with me. I just don't feel like it's gonna happen. And I'll eat my words if he does. Mm-hmm. Um I think the most likely outcome is Jim Montgomery. I've heard that as well. Yeah, I think that's the most likely. Now, again, Are you okay with that? Or do you like Montgomery? We're not doing anything next year. Like it's it it's just kind of it's just like a filler spot. Like we're not I, we are so far away from competing. Like what like the biggest takeaway from these playoffs for me would be like wow we are like miles away from you know being anywhere close to any of these teams. Mm-hmm. Like even like. Nashville, I think, could run circles around us, and they got swept. Like, granted, they were playing the Avalanche, but like, still, they there's no co- there would be no competition with any of these teams. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that I'm interested in. Like, I remember going back to 2019 when we hired AV. There were not many coaches I wanted. I was pretty much no, set on Quenville, was, and that was it. Yeah. This time around, it's like, well, I like Montgomery. I like Tockett. Um, I wouldn't mind Maurice. I really want Trotz. Uh, like, I, I don't want. I'm kind of. Uh, I don't want Torts. That's kind of yeah. about it. 
Yeah, and like at least off the not, top of my head. No, I, I'm I'm kind of the same way. I don't want torts. I don't want the boar. Everyone else, I'm just kind of like, yeah. The only one I'm like, yeah, dude, like bring him here is trots. I like I want him. But again, that's just that that depends on him. We'll give I feel like they will give him a blank check and they'll just say, whatever, just write your number down and we'll sign mm-hmm. it. But again, El- Elliot Friedman said that the Flyers would back uh the Brinks truck up for him. I like you know what? And if they don't, they're morons. They're even dumber than I thought they were. Well, Dave Dave Scott said Chuck's got the blank check, so let's put that money where your mouth is. Let's exactly. See. That's what I'm saying. It, but again, Trotz has to want to come here. But you know what? Maybe he's thinking like, you know what? Vegas is a big move. Like that's all the way across the country. Philly's like you know an hour and a half away. Like you know, knows what? the Maybe. divisions. Knows the division. Maybe there is you know something to be said for that. You know, it's probably not enough to you know warrant it but especially with how expensive this area is but yeah i can hope i you know what trots is my guy i i i think he's the best coach in the league but does he want to come here i think he will i think he would turn this team around a lot i don't think we would be a eastern conference final contender you know every year like the the islanders were until last year but i think like second round he could turn this team i don't think he's going to make a good defenseman out of risto by any means but like <laughs> he can get a lot out of everybody else i think i was so, i was telling my buddy the other day if we get a if we get trots i'm putting money on carter hart to win the uh vesna i i i like that i, I do like that yeah i dude but that's another. Like, Remember, this, he almost stole that series against them in the bubble, dude. I know that was. <laughs> God. That was some good goaltending. That was fantastic. That was like Jake Jake Ottinger the other night. Yeah, it was. It's, and it's such a shame too. I mean, we were outplayed that whole series. Like, it's not even funny. You can like, even argue the first round. You can argue the first round, but I think that was just playing matchups a lot more clinically than. Uh, but. I, I I said it before. I'll say it again. I think you know, had the had COVID not come around, I think we were going to the finals. I think there was nothing stopping us. We had all the momentum, and then it was all gone. COVID, COVID, <laughs> fucking COVID. So, what else have you liked from the playoffs so far? Anything stand um, out? Giroux is an absolute monster. Um, it's nice to see him uh, actually like. He's it look, he looks like he's having fun again, and I love it. Yeah. Um, I I will say it is really annoying because especially like I don't think G was a bad captain, but his quote saying like "Oh, I feel so good not having the C on me," <laughs> and then did he, him, say like, that? he did. He said, oh, "I missed oh, that." Oh uh, yeah, he, um, that wasn't a Doctor Evil gritty tweet, was it? I don't think so because everyone <laughs> was talking about it. Hold on. Because I know th- it was like the athletic, I think, that reported it. Huh. Uh, I totally missed that. Because, <laughs> like I said, it seemed like something that Evil Gritty would tweet. So, <laughs> like, shit. Um, but, yeah, man, you know, it's uh, I, I've, I've been loving the playoffs. Um, yeah, it's. I, anything it, you think went unexpectedly anything not really, really stands um, out 
I, I, the biggest thing for me is like how far the, uh, the Rangers were away that I, like, I, I was going in, like, I thought they were like one of the best teams to, to compete and they just weren't. And yeah, the only reason they made it to the second round was because of Shesterkin. Like he just absolutely stole that series for them that last game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's other than that, you know, I I, I thought the Kings were going to win uh, against the uh, the Oilers, but I'm that was the one round I got wrong. I got a lot right. I got I think that one, and um, I mean I got a bunch of like the the amount of games wrong on my bracket, but other yeah. than that, uh, and then I had the uh, I had the Blues wrong. I thought it was going to be the Wild, um, but that was a close series too. So I'm not like really upset about that. Um, but yeah, no, like everything else is kind of gone as, as I thought. Um, but yeah. yeah other than what that, about, uh, round two starting tomorrow night? If you're, if you're listening on Tuesday, it starts tonight, uh, seven o'clock game, Tampa Bay versus Florida. And then late game, Colorado, St. Louis. What are we looking so, forward to the game? Uh, so I, I, I had, a, I wanted to ask you about something cause I like, I feel like, oh, I did find it. Oh, I found it. There are a time in any NHL captain's tenure when a little piece, when that little piece of felt stitched to the front of your sweater can feel like a ton of bricks. You're not overthinking every little detail possible out there. You just go out there and play the game. I, wow. I'll send you the, I'll send you the tweet because I, like I said, I, I knew it was, I knew it was legit. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, so. Um, yeah. So do you think there's anything to be said for, cause obviously the avalanche swept the predators. Do you think there's something to be said for them? Like kind of sitting around for a long time and like, I do think they're going to be rusty game one. I, I I'm at really least game to, one, but yeah, for sure. Game one. Cause I'm sitting there and like, that's the only way I see them kind of, I'll say stalling until they get, cause Originally, because I, I I didn't realize that, and I, I you know I should have kind of realized it beforehand. Um, when I thought that Ovi was out for at least a couple games in the playoffs with a broken collarbone, um, but he ended up playing. Um, I thought the Panthers had the easiest path to the to the finals. Because mm-hmm. um, I thought, and I still do think I think the Rangers and the Penguins kicked the crap out of each other. So I think Carolina is going to have a pretty easy time of it, but I still think they're going to put up a fight. I thought I again still think that Toronto and Tampa kicked the crap out of each other, so they're going to have a pretty easy go of it. Um, but like Colorado is just going to walk St. Louis, like oh. it, it's, it, it's not even. But again, like and at that point, they're going to have just an easy go of it. Like I think Cal Calgary, Calgary and Edmonton is going to be a good series. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. But, but again, they're going to kick the crap out of each other and. Colorado is just going to be there waiting like all right like bring it on we're like fully rested we're not even like out of breath so um, I don't agree that Colorado walks St. Louis I really, really like the Blues I think the Blues are a good ass team I, as long I, as they get good goaltending whether that's Huso or Bennington as long as they get good goaltending I think it's going to be a good so, series so I agree I just don't have any faith in the goaltending <laughs> like uh especially against Colorado like they're just such an offensive powerhouse I just don't see it um, okay. but other than that, I like, I think Florida and Tampa is going to be a good series, but I think Tampa is like exhausted right now. 
Um, Florida at least had a couple days to rest. Um, See, I, I thought Tampa got outplayed in their series, but I also didn't think Florida played that great either. Like, no, I agree. But I, they I played think... way worse than I thought they were going to. Me too. And I, I, but I do. I don't know. I I feel like they're going to turn it around at some point. Um, they're going in. They have the momentum. They kind of like, okay, you know what? Like, Bob also didn't look as good as I thought he was going to. I was a little kind of disappointed with him. Um. I think like it's so far, it's really kind of just been G Verkhage and Barkov playing like really well. Okay. Like Huberto, I think has kind of gone MIA. Um, and I like, I think he needs to be, a, he needs to be big in this next series. Otherwise they're not making it. Um, but yeah, no, I said, I, I don't know. I, I still, I, I think Tampa's exhausted. I think that's going to be a big factor. Um, I, I think I'm actually going to take Tampa over Florida. Really? Okay. I but yeah. I do think they were also outplayed. So like I'm not I'm not like oh yeah they're going to beat them. Like I'm yeah, not yeah, that yeah, confident. Yeah. I just kind of thinking so. I, I can uh, I can see it. I can if they if Florida doesn't turn around, I can absolutely see where you're especially from. that power play. Yeah, definitely. That's just that, a momentum killer. Yep. Um. But yeah, and then uh, Pittsburgh, uh, or sorry, the Rangers uh, against Carolina. I think Carolina's going to walk. Then. They're going to walk. Um, I'm very, I'm really upset because they're on the West Coast, but I'm really excited for the Edmonton and Calgary series. Um, and then I, I think, I think Colorado's going to walk the Blues, but it's, it's kind of dealer's choice at that point. Um, I yeah, I, I think this uh, going back to the previous series. McDavid always plays the Flames good. Like he does, he does. It's going to be a good series. Yeah. It's going to be physical. It's going to be nasty. I'm very excited. I think that's that's probably the series that I think is going to be the closest and most fun matchup to watch. I think out of the mm-hmm. second round. But. And then what else do we have? You're about to get into Colorado, St. Louis. Oh yeah, I just like. Like I said, they're just such an offensive powerhouse. Like you said, I think they're going to be, uh, I'll, I'll say, complacent um, or like just rusty for their at least their first game. I think it'll probably carry over into the second game as well. Um, but I like again, like once they get their legs back under them, like they're just going to walk them. Like I, I could see Colorado winning in six, um, St. Louis blowing them out the first game. Close game the second game, but uh, St. Louis still pulling away with it, and then Colorado just wins out. That's that's okay. my prediction. Um, I think Florida in seven for Tampa. I think Carolina in five against New York. I'm gonna go Calgary in seven against the uh, Oilers. I'll go Tampa in seven. Uh, St. Louis in seven. Oh, that Hurricane, is a bold choice. Hurricanes in four. And damn, Calgary in six. See, I think so. I, I again, I disagree with you heavily on the on the St. Louis. Mm-hmm. But the one I disagree with you most is Carolina sweeping New York. I think Shesterkin steals them one game. 
like okay. the rest the rest of their roster does not compare mm-hmm. but like Shesterkin's just too good to not win them at least one like I, I see that but yeah part of me is just like they had to give it their all in that round one oh and no he I, didn't even play good the first half of the series and no he, he did get but, left out to dry but he, but like I said, he's just he's way too good, especially now that he's got momentum and his legs under him and he's he's used to playoff hockey. He's just too good not to win him at least one game, okay. in my in my opinion. And then I got Calgary in seven. I just it, I, I just like that matchup way better. Like Calgary, Calgary's roster just like doesn't come. Like obviously you have McDavid and Drysital and Nurse, but other than that, I really don't see any kind of threat to Calgary. Like they're like they're just kind of bolstered up and down the lineup. And I just I, I, I think, I I just think they're stacked. I think they're I think, I shouldn't say stacked. I think they're just a solid team like on every line. Right. And I, I agree think, with that. If they if they play the matchup game really well, I, I can see that being I could actually see that being a quick series, but I don't think it will be. They outplayed the heck out of Dallas. Oh, it was just oh, it was stood on his head all series. My buddy texted me yesterday. He's a big gambling addict. He texted me, he's like, Oh, dude, is Dallas win? I'm like, no shot. Like, there's no, like he's like, Oh, really? I'm like, Yeah, dude, they're so overrated. Like, it's yeah. not even funny. I sent him. I sent him the shot totals from last night. It's like, yeah, you tell me that, <laughs> that Calgary was gonna Calgary was gonna lose. Like, oh, well, I watch soccer, not hockey. So, what do you want from me? Like, well, <laughs> you asked me for my opinion, and you were shocked. So, I'm just proving my point. Right on. I think that's a good place to end it. Any final words so. for the week? Uh no. You know, it's just everyone. Everyone enjoy. Uh, everyone enjoy the playoffs. It's 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 been good so far. I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Um. Yeah, man, it's yeah, not much. Uh, pray, pray for uh, Comcast to hold up their end of the bargain and hand uh, Barry Barry Trotz a, a blank check. Yep. Um, you know, everyone say their rosary. Everyone, you know, <laughs> thank our Lord and Savior, and yep. please, for the love of God, Barry Trotz come to Philly. And go Panthers and go Claude Giroux. Go, go Claude Giroux. My 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 man is going off. Having a great, he's their MVP so far. I, it's not even close. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, if you're watching on YouTube, please give us a like and subscribe. If you're on Apple, Spotify, or any other streaming platform, give us five star rating. Helps us out a ton. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Peace.